Hello, hello. Hey, Matt, what's uh, something nice that uh, happened this week for you? Something nice that happened this week was actually this morning. I woke up at 6 a.m. and headed straight to the golf course and played 18 holes <laughs> of golf before I started my work day. And oh, wow. That was just brilliant. And we got rained on in the first half an hour. But after that, the sun showed itself up behind the mountains and warmed us up and oh. i didn't shoot the greatest score but you know it was just a win <laughs> being out there on the course before i actually had to work so i was super chuffed with that and what about you oh, that's excellent i can i can see the image just so clear in my head i can just imagine <laughs> you on the golf course and the yeah and uh, this golf course i must thing. actually explain a little bit about this golf course it's uh it's called clovelly and it's in um it's essentially in a valley between two mountain ranges but it sits on the side of the one uh mountain range and at one point of the course you can see um the ocean on either side of the land so it's kind of like uh, how do you explain this there's like South Africa in the far southwest corner goes to a point where the Indian and the Atlantic Ocean meet. And um, the golf course is kind of, as you go down towards that point, there's two mountain valleys. So on the one side, you can see the Indian Ocean. And on the other side of the course, you can see, see the Atlantic Ocean. And you've just got beautiful mountain ranges and you know lush green vegetation. And it's a beautiful course. Lots of bird life on the course really really a wonderful course to play wow yeah i can definitely imagine for me would be uh i had a chance to just go out to lunch with a friend and i haven't had a like a normal business lunch i guess uh, for a while so it's one of the rare occasions these days i guess with covid that i was able to go out for a walk weather was good had a good lunch and then I uh, was able to walk back. Just like simple things like that now makes me happy. Yeah, that's wonderful. I often, every Friday actually, I make a point of it to me and my wife. We go out and we go for breakfast together. It's kind of like a between breakfast and lunch, a brunch, you'd call it. And it's just nice to have that as a weekly occurrence where we get out of the house and we've got no kids because they're all at school and we just get to spend like some quality time together. But it's just so nice just to, to get out. And, you know, I find that working remote and even with COVID, I used to work out of a co-working space, but uh, now with COVID, I've moved my office back home. I feel like I often get holed up in this like little little office that I have here and feel like you know, I, it becomes a bit lonely in a lot of ways and being able to break that, you know, whether it's a meeting with your wife or like, like you go to a, a business meeting with a friend or a colleague, just being able to do stuff like that makes makes a huge difference to your mental health. Yeah, the fact that you mentioned loneliness, that I definitely felt a couple of times. So after we recorded the, the episode, uh, as I mentioned last time, I'm bringing on a new developer this week. So she started uh, in a different time zone. So every single day towards the end of my day, I would try to put together something on the Trello board, making sure that everything is is uh, good to go so that 
when she takes over, there's something she won't be blocked. So there's a lot of like tiny little decisions, uh, fixing up small things here and there, trying to give her context, trying to type up good documentation or tickets. And because of that, I think I'm feeling sort of the 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 burden right now, having to almost work for another person because yeah, it's not just my own work, but also kind of managing another person. And there are like things coming in also at the same time. And I'm definitely feeling overwhelmed. And what manifested this week from that, I think, I believe, I'm not 100% sure, is that I am I have this neck and, and upper back pain that I feel uh, when I wake up. And I can feel that kind of throughout the whole day that it's like really, really tense, really tight. And um, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's definitely highly plausible, very likely that that is the case. I often have a lot of physical manifestations coming out of anxiety and burnout, and it's tough. Um, Mine usually, yeah, I mean, I won't go into exactly what happens, but I I definitely have a physical effect of, you know, during times when I'm anxious and a lot lot stressed out, um, I physically feel it. Yeah, and because of this loneliness, I had to call call some uh, friends and just trying to get myself out of that headspace and recenter myself, uh, which brings us up to this point today, right? Which is sort of the loneliness and also the self doubt that can come when you acquire a business. You're trying to sometimes you might be get thrown into a, a brand new space because it's not a space that you've sold to that you've marketed to that you've built software for, but it's something that you might feel that you're confident that you can, you can pick up, you can, you can do, you can hire the right people. And sometimes that progress is slower than you expected, or there are some unexpected uh, challenges that, that at least for me, right? Like for this past week, I definitely started doubting. I started asking questions, whether this, whether I made a mistake acquiring this piece of software, whether I could have done better, you know, during due diligence in certain parts, whether, you know, this is, there's nothing wrong with the deal. It's just where I'm at, where my skills are uh, rusty in certain areas and that I'm not able to rise above, you know, the, the challenges. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a, a th- something that, you know, not just, we call ourselves micro acquirers happen it's 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 not just just something that happens to them it happens to business owners entrepreneurs and everybody where self-doubt and it's like in a way it's like in in some ways for me specifically i feel like imposter syndrome creeps in and um i almost sometimes question my own credentials in what i'm doing and you know thinking to myself well you know how am i qualified to be doing what i'm doing and it's like it's you know it especially comes around when you're feeling stressed or there's anxiety and I think from from my perspective what helps is is exactly what you did reaching out to friends reaching out to colleagues reaching out to you know maybe people in your mastermind and talking things through and just revalidating a lot of the you know the reasons for doing what you're doing the longer term vision. Um, it's easy to kind of get caught up in this kind of short-term mind frame of like currently things aren't working out and currently, you know, I've got all these trials and tribulations and I, I'm really struggling. But if you zoom out a little bit, you know, in the longer timeline of things, 
it's just it's a, it's a dot you know on the bigger timeline of yes now it's now you're struggling but if you continue to kind of push through it and work through it i think things will get better things will figure themselves out but it's hard it's hard when you're in the moment and you're in that kind of you know zoomed in timeline and it's it's today and you've got customers that are angry at you and you've got employ you know you've got contractors that maybe aren't doing the right things or the things that you wanted to, the, to them to do and you've got a server that's crashing it's it's hard to work work through those moments and it's easy to get caught up in self-doubt and and questioning whether what you're doing is the right thing yeah i and, and because i think like this this uh the, the new developer definitely kind of well i don't think it's her fault <laughs> the fact that she's in a different time zone but what i notice is that like after dinner i would get on because like she literally starts midnight my time so i would try to well for the first day i wanted to pair with her because that's i mean that's what i found to be the most straightforward way to bring some bringing someone on relatively quickly so i paired with her from 12 to close to 2 30 a.m in the morning and then i think after that the next day that kind of just killed my my regular routine and right so now i'm waking up a little bit later with less energy but i still have to kind of try to go through the day and and then late at night i i would be concerned that you know she she's still new i wanted to make sure that i can do everything i can so now my day is sort of like really stretched the boundaries are gone the bedtime you know <laughs> everything is gone right i'm i'm now my entire life is surrounded by you know when <laughs> when this new person is going to come online like what what i need to to help her like yeah so it just becomes yeah and, and covid is not helping because i have no other outside obligations um <laughs> uh because um there are no events right that i go to so now it's just 100 percent on the computer yeah absolutely it's it's definitely hard and i would just uh i suppose in some ways encourage you not to sweat the small stuff just let the process happen and trust that you know she will come right and um it's especially the first couple of weeks working with somebody even the developer that i've hired he's been really good and his work quality is great but there's you know i still feel like he could be doing things faster um and there's 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 some doubts that i have um but i'm just letting the process play out you know in three weeks or in four weeks once he's got more familiarity with the project once he's you know, up to speed. At that point, I, I, I said to myself, well, then I'll judge him and judge the quality of whether he's worth the, the money that I'm paying him, for instance. So I'm just letting it be and letting the process happen and giving them, you know, that person time to find their feet as well. You know, I don't think it's, it's I think it's a cost of hiring somebody is, um, you know, kind of letting letting them you know it's, it's, it's hard with contractors because you're paying per hour and you've seen you know they're billing hours and you're paying them and they don't really know what they're doing and you're feeling guilt you're guilty because maybe you haven't given them enough information and then it's like all these different things compounded and way 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 on your shoulders whereas i think from from my perspective you just need to let it happen and just let let the processes figure themselves out and let let that person that you've hired 
find their feet and don't stress about things going wrong. Things that go wrong can always be fixed. Uh, unless, of course, that they crash in your application or they've <laughs> done something major like that. But um, I would say just just let it be. Yeah, that's very good advice. Um, definitely, uh, definitely help because, I mean, at the end of the day, I think there's still a lot of progress. I, it's just that, <laughs> it's just that sometimes I, I take it for granted and not wanting things to go even faster. <laughs> I guess yeah. when you're when she's already going, you know, from zero to sixty for fairly quickly. I, I'm like, why? Why are we not at 120 yet? <laughs> why? Why are we not there yet? Why are we not there yet? And, um, yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've, honestly, I've got the, the same thing. Um, it was a task that I had the person that I hired do that took six hours for maybe like 20 lines of a config file. And I was like, man, that is a long time to do that. But without questioning, I, I paid, I, you know, I accepted it. And I said, hey, this person doesn't know a lot about this about this plugin, this application. He, he's going, there's going to be this cost of onboarding. You know, that's what I'm putting it down to, a cost of onboarding. And I'm just comfortable with that at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Um, have you ever had that, uh, those doubts that enter your mind uh, during the WP discussion board journey uh, since acquisition? It's funny you should ask. <laughs> it's exactly what I've been going through this last week. And in a way, I'm a little bit embarrassed to talk about this because I know last week on the podcast, I was very upbeat and positive and I was like waxing lyrical about how I figured it out. And I've, I've hired this person, I'm hiring two other people and everything's going well. And it, it took a conversation that Johnny and I had after the last episode we tend to talk a lot before an episode and after an episode. We've kind of got our own mini mastermind group going. But we had we had some deep conversations about products and what we're working on and, and just, you know, things that come up. And um, for, for at least a month or two now, I've really been considering selling WP Discussion Board. I hadn't really pinpointed why I wanted to do that. And I was kind of putting it down to, hey, I'm, 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 you know, I've got shiny object syndrome. There's something else that's more exciting and I'm giving up. And that's, that's to be honest, a trait that I've got. I, I give up too easily on things. And I've been working through a lot of that. And I've, I've for a long time, have been doubting, doubting WP Discussion Board as, something that is going to get me to the point of, you know, to achieve my goals. Like what I'm trying to achieve here is I'm trying to achieve freedom. I'm not trying to get rich. I'm trying to get myself to a point where I can work on what I want when I want. And that's the end goal here. And I started thinking really deeply about WP Discussion Board and how it forms part of my portfolio and how, you know, what's the vision for it and like, what am I trying to achieve with it? And I came, I came down to like, there was multiple conclusions that I've had around that. But one of the kind of major kind of sticking points for me that I kind of discovered over this last week is that I, I don't believe in the product. Uh, it's not a product a, that I have a lot of passion for. Like I don't believe it is something that is, I, th- I think it's useful and there's a lot of people that have a use case for a discussion forum, but I don't 
believe it's like this kind of game-changing product or a product that I feel a lot of passion about that I can, you know, that I'm making a difference, that I'm working on a product that's actually making a difference. And I'm struggling with that. It's a real struggle because I like to work on stuff that I've got a passion for. And, you know, in the discussion forum game, you know, if you look at the, if you, it's not an industry, I don't even know what you call it. If you look at the you know, the software, it's it's really um, been killed by a lot of the social networks where discussion these days doesn't happen on individual sites. It happens on social networks and, you know, hosted forums like Reddit, Facebook groups have really taken a lot of the kind of market share away from disc- discussion forums. And I'm struggling to believe in the product and believe that it is something that will get me to that point where I have freedom to work on work on what I want and when I want. And, you know, even just trying to determine, is this something that I want to work on? Because <laughs> if you're not working on something that you're passionate about, it makes it really hard to work work on. And I found that with WP Discussion Board, to be very honest. So all that is to say that I'm I'm very much like in in a thought pattern that continuously comes back about thinking about selling WP Discussion Board and taking the small amounts. This is one of the other issues that I have is that I've got very limited amounts of time to do to <laughs> to do business. Let's call it because I've got a lot of responsibility and I've got three kids and I've got a full time contract that I am committed to. So I've got a small amount of time outside of that to do entrepreneurial or investment work like I'm doing with WP Discussion Board. And I need to figure out, is is WP Discussion Board that thing that I want to spend my very limited amount of time building? And, you know, the answers to that are not, are not easy answers. But yeah, that's just, you know, what's been on my mind and and something that I've been struggling with. And the easy way out is to sell. But I want to make sure that I'm selling for the right reason. I'm selling because I've got, you know, something better to work on or something better to invest in. Not because I'm trying to, I'm looking for, you know, an easy way out or to, to quit something when it gets hard, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm I'm getting closer to, you know, the true understanding of kind of the direction that I should take and, and the, my true feelings about this, but I'm not I'm not quite there yet. It's hard. It's hard. I, you know, if I, if I had to exit WP Discussion Board now, I'm pretty confident that I'll I would have got a good return for it if I sell it for, you know, like two three x current revenue maybe even 4x 5x i'll come out like financially it, it would have been a rewarding thing to do and you know that's also a big motivator um in terms of the decision making process of what i should do but you know net net like after all is said and done i want to be working on stuff that i'm really passionate about and stuff that i really want to work on and i'm not feeling that at the moment with wp discussion board so that's my struggles do you find these comes in phases or where you are very excited and then you're 
you're very i mean that's part of the start startup journey right i mean when you acquire something it might be slightly different but it's is it is it really that different where or 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 is it or has have you been feeling like that for for a while where pretty much every single week mm. you're like oh i want to sell this oh i want to sell this it's definitely like been building so when i first got into it there was a lot of like hope and like a lot of positivity around it but in the last couple of months it's been something that's constantly been on my mind and it's built up it i would say it's it's still phased based in that like i get excited when i can when i think hey i could get somebody else to work on this and then i don't have to which is not the you know i don't know if that's a good thing like i got excited last week i'll be honest you can probably hear it in the last episode that i was excited about some you know finding somebody else to do the work because i honestly didn't want to do the work that i'm having to do in the business i don't think that's a positive thing that's not to say that this was a mistake like if i do exit for instance i don't think this was this it was a failed experiment i think i've learned a lot i would have got a good return and i know what the next opportunity that i take on should look more like but it's definitely something that's been building i've try to kind of push it aside i've tried to not think about it i've tried to be more positive in my outlook on it but it's a recurring theme that it, that it comes back and it doesn't help that i've got this other great idea <laughs> for another product or business that has constantly been like coming back to me that this is like just this amazing thing and that's to be honest that's where that's that's why i'm worried about selling because i'm worried that it's shiny object syndrome like i'm selling now because there's this other great idea that i've had for a, a long time that i feel is a better thing to work on right now and i don't want to sell because of that i want to sell because you know it's it's not a good fit for me in terms of it being an, uh, a business in my portfolio of businesses yeah that, that's the like, like the ultimate tease as a as the co-host of uh <laughs> of the podcast i'm dying to to just listen to all sorts of new shiny object syndrome of yours because it means there's more content that we can share <laughs> there's more ideas that we can kind of brainstorm and bat around bat around right um but yep. as as your friend i i want to know what's the highest probability uh, for you to achieve this path right that you mentioned in 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 literally episode one of this podcast right in search of freedom how how do you go from the contracting gig to something where you can decide what to work on and when to work on yeah and and i'm not sure whether it's wp discussion board or this new exciting idea that you have or or it's going to be something else altogether but i look forward to seeing how this goes so are you going to put up a listing like what's your next step like what's what's going to happen or is this going to be like a is this like a first uh this first discussion, we were still kind of wondering whether that's the right decision or you're like set on selling at a certain price because, hey, maybe someone who is listening would be interested. I, oh man, now you've really pushed me <laughs> to to kind of make a call on this. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's probably going to be my, my action item for the week to actually go and 
I mean, as a first step, I need to put the numbers together. To be honest, I haven't been ke- keeping great accounts <laughs> for the business. I haven't been keeping uh, proper like uh, a spreadsheet of of the business financials. I need to pull that together. It's been on my to-do for a long time. And just kind of figure out what it's worth. And if I'm very honest with you, I'm 90% of the way there to making the, to making the call to sell it. So there's still that 10% that I need to you know, climb to get to the top, but I'm, I'm close to making the call. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll, uh, that, that'll be my, my second acquisition in, uh, in the portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to get in the WordPress space? <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um, to be honest, it's a, it's a, it is a good business. It's not a business that, I think I would sell and, you know, think that I'm the person that buys it is getting a bad deal. I think there's a lot of opportunity, but it's it, it's got to be opportunity for somebody that's got a passion for this. And it's got a passion for, you know, that feels discussion boards have a place and build in this product because this product needs a lot of work. It needs to, and that's why I hired for it because it needs a lot of feature developments and it needs to, it needs somebody to take it to the next level. And I'm not that person. Well, I feel like I'm not that person to take it to the next level because I don't have the passion. I don't. I don't believe in the product. But there's somebody out there that does believe in it and could take it to the next level. Um, my, yeah, my passions kind of are are, are elsewhere at the moment. <laughs> and um, the other thing, you said something just now that kind of triggered triggered another thoughts around this is that kind of. The ceiling for discussion for WP discussion board, in terms of what its its earning potential is, is quite low. And if I'm hiring somebody, let's say you know for argument's sake that I could get it to ten thousand dollars a month, you know that would be ten thousand dollars. But I would be having I would you know at that scale would have to hire you know two, at least two people, one for support and one for development which would you know, take a significant chunk of that revenue in terms of salaries that I'd have to give to those people and leave me with, with a small return. And I don't, I don't know how big the ceiling is in the, in the discussion board markets, but specifically you know, in a niche market like a WordPress discussion board, but I don't think it's that high. Um, I, I think if I, if I managed to build it to $10,000 a month, that would be a massive success. Um, I could be wrong here. You know, there's maybe somebody that could take it to 30, 40K a month, but that would take a significant effort uh, and a lot of development work. So, you know, the opportunity cost for me is like, I could be working on something that's got a much easier path to $10,000 and um, in a space that is more aligned to my skills, for instance. And... You know, I'm actually not doing that because I'm slugging it out on trying to get something that I'm not passionate passionate about up to ten thousand dollars, which you know would would take a much longer time, and I would have to hire for that as well. Yeah, so you you actually brought up a good point um, that maybe we can discuss next time, which is when you're acquiring something, do you really need to be passionate in that space? Yeah, because my my answer is no, you don't have to. 
I mean, you you shouldn't hate what you're working on, right? If you're personally, let's say, against I don't know, like gambling, um, there are like e-commerce businesses where people are selling I don't know, like vape pens and stuff like that. If you're per- if you're personally against that, then yeah, for sure, you don't want to acquire those. But outside of those kind of fringe areas, I think you, I, I at least for my my personal belief is that you don't really need to be passionate about it. Because um, at the end of the day, the product really isn't about, I don't know, selling survey software uh, to to research firms. It's more about building that playbook, that marketing playbook, that um, software development playbook. So it's at a higher level. You're just creating a machine, a machinery where it creates some sort of value via via software, and you're able to acquire customer at a at a reasonable rate. So. Yeah, I mean, pay one dollar to acquire and earn two. But but everybody's different, I guess. I, I I actually agree with you in a lot of ways. I just feel like the scale of what I've got is too small for that. Right. right okay, that's a different story, right? So the scale the scale of what I've got have to spend time on it, and I have to spend a significant time of on it. And I don't believe it can get past the scale of being able to, um you know, have other people work on it and for me to treat it just as an asset that produces income. I think if you've, if, if it gets, you know, if it was a bigger business and there was scope to be able to hire and there was, you know, like essentially I would just be working on the high level kind of top level, um, 10,000 foot view picture and having other people do the implementation, then I don't think you have to have passion for it. Um, but I don't think the scale of what I've got is is, is there, or, or could re, could be there. Like if if I if it could get to the point where it could become a business like that, or an asset like that, then I I, I don't think I would sell. To be honest, um, it may be able to get there, but it needs a lot of effort from somebody to go in, have the passion, build the features, and you know build it into in that size of a business yeah so maybe it's a <laughs> i think it's a pretty big topic so perhaps we could uh yeah schedule a future episode talking about talking about that so let's uh we're we've been going for a while so i'm gonna just jump right into what i've completed last week and and then also what my goals are for next week so I have been doing the pair programming with uh, the new developer, as I mentioned last week. So she's all set up. She made her first commit. She was very, pretty uh, exciting yesterday. But I think one of the issues, which is going to lead to my goals for next week, is we started. We start to find out. So, so primarily, I've been working on a lot of the kind of the server side of things. Now that she's a part of the team, I ask her to look into. Um, some of the things that we want to upgrade, some of the things that we would like to remove from the code base because there's a lot of uh, legacy. For example, the, the billing system. I mean, there's still kind of an in-house build billing system that you utilizes Stripe and we're paying for um, Stripe billing, which is sort of like a like a no-code or a, or or already made for you a billing system where you can just direct them to the Stripe billing portal and you will handle upgrade downgrades and all sorts of things for you for for a SaaS business. So we're just looking at that and then I realized that oh there's like dependency complexity. So 
Well, to, in order to use that, we need to upgrade to the latest to, to a certain version of the Stripe library, which requires the whole runtime be upgraded. So now we're in sort of dependency hell. So what I have is I actually hired a consultant uh, that which I'm going to have a call tomorrow. So now, now I'm like starting to hire a ton of people <laughs> trying to look at the same time, looking for a, a designer as well at this time. So I'm, I want to plan for this upgrade path because the software hasn't been up, like the, a lot of the, the dependencies has, haven't been upgraded um, since the contractor took over, but I think he also ran into some problems. So I'm going to talk to this consultant and hopefully chart out a roadmap. So my goal for next week is to chart out this roadmap because for the con for the uh, offshore contractor, I don't think she would be able to just kind of call all the shots there. And like, yeah, she's not she, she doesn't have that type of experience where to to bring um, a code base up up to 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 the next version and to the next version. So yeah, my goal for next week is to get to that uh, roadmap of upgrading to the next version of Ruby on Rails. Awesome. Sounds good. I'll go through mine. So I had a lot of commitments last week and uh, didn't really manage to get to many of them. Uh, I spent most of the week just kind of thinking about what I've just spoken about and trying to figure things out in my in my mind. I did spend quite a bit of time this week, though, working with the developer that I've hired to put him on the right features, um, pick tickets for him, things like that. So that's been going smoothly. been pretty happy with it. Like I said, there's some items that took a little bit longer than I would have expected, but part of part of the cost of onboarding. <laughs> so not not unhappy about that. So, yeah, that's that's essentially been my week. And I got to play 18 holes of golf. So <laughs> I needed that for my mental health. My, my commitments for next week, I, I'm going to make a call on selling. Next week, I'm going to tell you on the podcast if I'm selling this thing or not. Maybe even the listener exists next week. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. But I, I need to kind of um, draw a line in the sand, make a decision and stick to that decision and move forward. Yeah. Now, well, that'll be interesting content because you can do... We we can we can uh, interview you yeah. on the seller side, right? Like what what are the steps? How do you put the perspectives or put the listing yeah. together? And there's a lot to pull out of that process. Yeah. Sometimes people would ask me like, how do you like what I, I have this software here? How much do you think it's worth? Right? Like that's the biggest usually the number one question. So I guess uh, if you if you decide to sell, yeah, if there's a big absolutely. if there. Uh, then uh -huh. uh, yeah, if then it. we can go through that and. <laughs> have a very behind yeah have a behind the scenes uh, look at how that process goes yeah we, we will have had a deal that's gone full circle from like acquiring it building it growing it and then and then repeat it. right that's a that's the title of our podcast buy grow repeat <laughs> yep. yeah so <laughs> we might have to add bold in there at some point <laughs> bold buy grow repeat <laughs> yeah and uh so on that note i think we could, i think that's a wrap for us so I'm going to sign us off. So show yeah. notes can be found on buygrowrepeat.com. I am Johnny Tong on Twitter. And Matt is Matt Jerry. And we will find out next week whether 
there is going to be a new WordPress plugin up for sale. We'll see you next week. Bye.